Hi fam bam, welcome back. It's Minimalism Monday. I apologize, I'm a little late on my schedule today. I'm also filming on my iPhone here. My schedule got totally thrown off today, but I have an idea that I really wanted to share with you. It added tremendous value to me, and that idea is that minimalism is just a fad. Yes, I said it. Minimalism is a trend, it's a fad, it's gonna fade, it's gonna come and go. There's gonna be many people that want to put their spin on it and think that they're going to add value to their life, but it's just some outer portrayal of making an idealistic life based on what it looks like from the outside. But at the end of the day, the core of minimalism is the philosophy. That's all it is, regardless of what we wanna call it, how we want to label it, what kind of imagery or idea we wanna to attach to it. Minimalism is really actually very simple. It's a question. Does this add value? The question is then followed by action. And the action is to remove the things that don't, keep or replace the things that do. So in that sense, the core idea, the core value of minimalism as it's portrayed here, or as I'm trying to communicate with you, is going to last you the rest of your life. When minimalism has come to fade, when some other new label fad or trend comes into your life, you can still utilize that question and perspective to really create the life that you desire. And it's something that I really jumped on board with when minimalism as it is now was explained to me because I've realized that the idea of simplifying to what adds value has been a practice of mine for such a long time and it really is the root of creating a life worth living. And so before it became minimalism, before it was this idea of just black, just white, kind of zened out cleared spaces that look so crisp and modern, the practice of the philosophy has always been an integral part of my journey. So today I wanna to share with you the four pillars or cornerstones, um, areas that I think applying this philosophy will just really declutter and reshape your whole life if you take it really seriously. First pillar I like to call external, which is your outer spaces, your environment, your stuff, internal, this and everything inside, mind and body health, your relationships, because our connectivity is vital. It's crucial to most of our happiness. There's very few people who actually do better without uh, community or connection, but I really think you know a large part of this experience is to love, feel loved, and be loved. And lastly, your time. What do you spend your time on? What are you doing with this limited resource that we can never get back and at this moment cannot make any more of? Looking upon these areas and decluttering, pulling it apart, dissecting it, trying to upgrade, level up, refine every single area to what truly adds value as you evolve and those things will evolve is what I really wanna dissect with you here on this channel and in our content, regardless of whether it's minimalism, regardless when that fad or that term coin has come to pass, the idea of really simplifying and identifying and growing and building the things that are gonna create a meaningful life in each space, in each moment, 
if you can choose what is actually going to contribute to you and end in a positive result, the idea is over time, that's what's going to create your life experience. So the easiest way to do this that I've found utilizing the philosophy of minimalism, utilizing the four pillars is to take each area, your external, internal relationship and time and pick the top two to three that adds the most value. It's that simple. What are the two to three items that add the most value to your environmental space? It might not be items, but it could be scenarios. For me, it's a clutter-free home in which I love and use every item that is here and I'm thoughtful of every item I bring in and every item I let go of. What are the top two to three things that contribute the most to your internal? For me, it's activity, a good diet, and feeding my mind with positive thoughts and perspectives and resources. Same goes with my relationships. Are these people building me up? Are these people contributing to my life? Am I contributing to theirs? And what am I doing with my time? Does my job, my hobbies, the events that I partake in, the obligations that I go to, are those things adding value to me? And I'm, am I able to contribute value in return? I like to think of life like a garden. Like we're all gardeners trying to create this beautiful garden and the type of garden that we create is the fruit that we bear and eventually what we get to enjoy and experience. And when it comes to the external pillar or cornerstone of creating a life worth living, it's all about the soil and the, the environmental space. Is it fertile? Is it full of weeds? Is there enough space for the fruit we want to go? Is it cluttered? And when we talk about the internal, we're talking about the quality of the soil, the fertilization, the water, the sunlight. We move to the relationship, which is a relationship of the gardener. If you can't tend to your garden, if you neglect the garden, if you neglect your relationships, the fruit won't grow. We need that partnership, the empathy, the emotional connection to really complete our psyche and our experience. And lastly, time. How diligent are you with your time? We can spend a lot of time in the garden doing all kinds of things. We can run around, we can pull on the roots or prune plants, maybe even too much, we might prune too much. How much time are you spending and is it quality time that's actually contributing to bearing fruit productively and efficiently in your garden. So thinking about life in totality and kind of in this simplified sense and how we can apply the perspective of seeking to really fine tune and refine our garden, fine tune and refine our life is ultimately what creates a life worth living. Because I think that the challenge really isn't about being able to have the opportunities to create a life worth living. I think the challenge right now is that we have an abundance of things that have potential value. It has the potential to add so much value, all these books, all these courses, all these tools, all these items and things that we grew up as a species not really ever having an abundance of. We were meant to survive and we were meant to sort of hoard the things that allow us to thrive. But now being in a situation where we can thrive pretty easily, especially for those of us who have access to this beautiful resource right in front of us and that have an education and that can read because I understand many people in the world don't have such an opportunity. For those of us who have plenty of choices, 
we have the opportunity to truly refine our life so that we can level up our quality of living. And the challenge is to not hoard potential value, to really take into action and grow, to plant the seeds of value and nurture and care for these seeds so they can grow and become future fruit, experience, abundance, something that feeds our soul. So anyways, I hope this perspective gives you an idea of familiarity, uh, an overview of what all of this is about, how simple it can truly be by implementing this practice to create a life worth living, and how I hope to help you get there as we journey together, seeking and finding different things that we can do to continue to create a life worth living. So I wanna thank you guys so much for being here, and I hope you enjoyed this video, and I will see you back here for Healthy Hump Day, identifying what we can do to focus on that internal pillar or cornerstone. So. I appreciate you guys so much. I hope you're enjoying the beginning of your week. And as always, remember to be good, be great, and most of all, be grateful. I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll see you in the next video. Ciao.